What's up, fam? Welcome to Quiet Conversations with L. Jackson Pastor. How's it going? How's everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a good time. I hope you guys, you know, are having a good year. Um, so this year, I just want to take things just a little bit different from uh, from what we have been doing. You know, getting into the video and getting into all this stuff. Uh, with the podcast and trying to kind of like upgrade the whole new look, you know, and yeah, so today, 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 I just want to talk about the one thing that has been in my heart for a long time, and it's it's looking at situations like, you know, because because I work in a church and I'm I'm a youth pastor in a church. And, and just looking at the way people do things. Um, I, I, I look at government, I look at churches, I look at just different organizations, and I see that there's, there's and, and I'm not saying this to Trump, to say no, old people shouldn't be there. But what I've realized is that there's, there's a lot of people that don't, that don't appreciate young people being in the system um or it could be that they just trying to make things a bit different maybe they trying to make things work differently i don't know what they're trying to do but like because i see that there's a lot of people especially especially now i'm speaking from our church's point of view where i see that there's a lot of young people that have begun to kind of like leave the church and these are things that I always ask myself. Why is it that a lot of young people are leaving the church? They don't. They don't feel that much appreciated in the church. They don't feel like the church is doing so much for them. So, I, I then just started looking at it and saying, okay, so we've been doing all these systems, all these different things for so long. We've been doing them for like the longest of times, right? And. We keep saying, no, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been, you know, and continue doing that as a cycle. And I feel like there's this fear of, of a, young, a young person taking over. And <clears throat> there's, there's like a fear for change, a fear for, for, for transformation, a fear of the unknown type of thing. A fear that what if the, the, we have that what effect that happens and, and and that has been playing in my in my head for so long i've had conversations with different people where we talk about okay so what are we going to do about the youth in our society what do we do others have even just said you know what when, when we get into church when we get into church let's get young people and and just bring them into like a party type of vibe you know and i'm like but why why do we why do we have to bring them up in that when we can just give them God? You know, we can give them who Christ is. Um, and, and and then I look at scenarios like when we have our big, big, um, like the big conferences and the big meetings and all that. And then, you know, I see that a lot of the participation is from the the, the, the ministers or the senior ministers. And I keep asking myself the same question, like, why is it that these people are out here still coming and getting involved in these 
things instead of being there to kind of like guide us and to be there on the lookout to say okay we're just coming to see what you're doing and we're just coming to um to kind of help you and to guide you but they're there actively involved and it still baffles me and we still say that is youth ministry and and and, and like those are the things that are always kind of like uh, that are, i'm always like kind of wrestling with to say why is that these things are happening why is it that these things keep happening it becomes it's it has become a cycle and it has become this cycle that keeps going on where we find young people are not basically being placed in that space and then we go to our governments where we find for example our president our sitting president right now he is over the age of 70 and him being over the age of 70 already he's gone beyond way beyond the retirement age which is the low in south africa and then we like ask ourselves those things as well those questions like why is it like that well why why do why is it that old people don't want to let go of a position why is it that old people don't want to let go of being in a certain space of leadership i think that's the reason why we find ourselves in a space where our churches are dying we find ourselves in a space where uh, our nations are dying you know and and society is dying because what we have done is we have left things for ourselves and not let the young kind of take over even if it's them it's letting them take over with us helping them out you see so how do we go about that what can we do to change that scenario there's this thing <clears throat> called mentorship that I feel like it's one of the biggest thing that we need. In in the olden days, we had mentors. We had our grandparents who would who would tell us stories about what was happening back then and how how they got to where they are, and and why they got to where they where they are right now. You know, and just them giving us those stories kind of told us and gave us an idea on how we could become better you know there's this zulu saying meaning um, if i was to directly translate that it means if i want to leave pretoria and go to joburg i ask those who've already been to joburg right so you ask those that are in front basically for, for the road to joburg you ask those that are in front so basically you ask those that have been right and and i think walking that journey with an older person and or, or making it a younger person and an older person walking that journey to become better to better yourselves in life i think this is what we should start doing because we have become so selfish so selfish enough to say that um i want to hold on to this seat and become the minister of this church or 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 become 
the the president of this country or become the leader of the society or this community and we do not want to see young people growing up to becoming leaders because we are not teaching them we are not giving them a sense of handing over what we're doing is we're taking the microphone and then we're dropping it after we say what we say instead of taking the microphone and passing it on to the next one you know so that the next one can speak so uh don't drop the mic, pass it on. And, and, and that's, the, that's the way I feel like we should be looking at things. But our churches are dying. And, and when you speak to young people, what they say is, for example, like when we look at the, when you look at the idea of church, the way we do church, in most churches, like your mainstream churches, your your especially like your mainline churches, your, your even the traditional churches, what we do is that we have the 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 church service happening. Meanwhile, we have youth led church services happening, where you get the youth pastor to do the the, the service, and we try by all means not to have young people in the church because no, they will distract us. We try by all means not to have children in the church services because they will distract us when we're listening to the word, right? But let us build or let us bring in a youth pastor and a children's pastor and get those to be the ones who babysit you know, uh, we basically called youth youth ministers and children's ministers. They called uh, glorified babysitters. So you just there, keep them busy. Just keep them busy there on the side. It's okay. Tell them about God, but just keep them busy. That's why the programs are so playful, games and this and that and that. You know, and it's just keep them busy. You, you feel me? And 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 that's the thing that I'm saying, like. We, we're no longer building and bringing substance into play. We're not giving them life, but we're just giving them and we expect them to come back to church, you know, when they finish school or finish college. And then they like saying, no, now I want to go to, I want to start going to church on my own. They're not going to say that because all their lives, church was had, has never been a part of their life it's just been we go and chill with that other guy or that other girl and we go home you know um what our parents experienced now we will never experience that because that's big people church you know so we create a, a mickey mouse ear if, if you look at the way the mickey mouse ear is it's part of the body it's part of the head but it's it's still outside you know and yet we could create a, 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 a like a whirlpool where instead of it becoming a mickey mouse yeah it becomes a whirlpool where you're inside you're part of the system you're not really like you, you just you're part of everything we, we, we're building a an integral part 
So youth ministry becomes, youth and children's ministry become an integral part of the church, you know. So even in, in other in other aspects of, of society, all these other scenarios where young people are, those are parts, that those are integral parts of family life, integral part of school life. Everything has to be part and parcel. You know, it's a partnership. It's It's not just young people being there and we're saying okay we're just gonna be there to teach them and then leave them as is but we're there to travel with them to have this journey with them right and having this journey with them gives us a a, a way to understand how they're living their lives why they do what they do why they like the music that they listen to but we never do that because we're so afraid of them. And because we're so afraid of them, when they make mistakes, we want to blame somebody else, not ourselves as the parents or not ourselves as the guardians. But we want to blame somebody else, which is why we find that a lot of schools, um, you get teachers being blamed for uh, for the way they, t they teach their children. And yet your child is... Is, is the worst person that you could ever have. But now, like, just because the way the kids are being have been brought up from home when they go to school they do so much they get into so much mischief and you find people still saying no 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 your child is the problem so, so for me that's where i'm like we need to change that idea we need to change that idea because a lot of things in, in our society, in our communities, in our churches are dying because there's so many old people that do not want to let go. And yet we could just change the narrative. Change the narrative in the sense of that as, as, a, as, an, as an older person, I, I'm not going to work because I just need income, but I'm gonna work because I wanna teach that next generation how this works, how this functions. So so for me, being a youth pastor or being a, a pastor, whichever the way, or being a leader in society, for me, I lead young people, but I don't just lead them, I mentor them. That's the one thing that will help us to grow scenarios, that will help us to bring more young people into churches, to bring more young people into all these other aspects of life. We, we find that now not a lot of young people want to be doctors out there. Not a lot of young people want to be all these, other, all these other trades that we used to do. That we used to be like, I, I want to be, I want to be a, a, a model mechanic, you know. But I don't want to be any. Kids don't want to do that. Kids, kids don't want to do work with their hands, because they feel like it's just a lot of work. So we need to change that that mindset. We need to change that mindset and create a mindset that will help the kids to understand. To understand um, life, to understand how to grow up as a leader, for them to become a leader as well. We, we need to, to create 
that type of a, of an environment for these kids out there. And, and, and young people will begin to have interest because of the way that you have. You see, the nice thing about doing, doing a mentorship in society is that you become, in terms of, of our, of our Gassi culture, which is the, the, the township culture, you become like a Khrutman. The Khrutman was the guy who used to tell you stories, who tells you all these stories and gives you guidance and all that, you know. When you're looking at him, you're looking up to him because he's a Khrutman, he's a big man, you know what I'm saying? So when we become mentors, we become Khrutmans, you know, and we, we, we becoming a Khrutman makes us become that person that makes a difference, always making a difference in a young person's life. And, and and reflecting upon the things that have happened in their lives, but we walk in this journey together, teaching them how to how to live a better life, even though they don't change then, even though they don't get it then, but they will get it eventually because you're you're walking that journey with them, right? So the the best medicine right now into our society, the best medicine for our society, the best way to see that we have a future in our country we have a future in our organizations we have a future in the churches you know is let us start mentorship programs let us mentor other young people give them information as much information as we can so that we can help them right and that's how we make a difference in this life that's how we we give people a better opportunity to become to better themselves in life you know we, we are not inspiring enough to help people think differently we're not inspiring enough to have kids kids have become in a way our kids our children have become a bit weaker in how they do things because they feel like they do not have their sense of strength Yet we could help them out. So, 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 friends, I think the best way right now for us as society, for us as the generations that have been there before, let us start building um, Joshua generations. Being like, like Moses, if you see the way he journeyed in the wilderness with, with Joshua, and yet he did. And the thing is, we, we have this mentality that we want to see the promised land, but it's not for us. It's for those that are to come after us. So we need to have that type of a mindset to say the promised land is not for us, but it's for those that are going to come after us. So what do we do? We, we teach them the way so that they can become better for the promised land. They can become better human beings for the promised land. And that will work so well because what happens is the more we teach the youngins, the youngins will teach their children and their children will teach our children's children and our children's children's children will teach the other kids. You know, it becomes a train reaction and becomes this 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 web or this chain this chain that that, that goes on and on and on and on and on because we're teaching one another. You feel me? So, so fam, um, 
this, this is all I wanted to say today. This is what I want to talk about you know, on the podcast, just to say that we, we need to start mentorship programs are very important, especially in our society. And, and, and considering the fact that our country is going through so much right now in our societies, we, we need to empower the next generation and help them to better themselves, give them a, a sense of sense of hope. Yeah, let's give them a sense of hope. Let's let's help them to be better. Let's help them to become what we could never be. Let's help them to become better than what we are. Let's teach them to become better than what we are. And that's how, that's how we're going to make this world a better place. Look at yourself. You've done all you can. It's not time for you to teach the next generation to become better than what you have been. And fam, let's do this with love. Let's always place love as the top of, of this whole idea. Whatever idea you have, whatever idea of mentorship you have, put love onto it. Let's love what we do and love who we teach, love who we are with at that point, just to help them grasp that it's not just about knowing, but it's about loving what you know. You feel me? So, quiet conversations with L. Jackson Pastor. Peace. We out.